Qantas chairman Richard Goyder is refusing to quit as big investors and consumers call on him to go. In his first broadcast interview since the ACCC alleged Qantas sold fares for cancelled flights, Mr Goyder concedes big mistakes were made. But he says new chief executive Vanessa Hudson is preparing to mediate with 1,700 ground staff who were unlawfully sacked. Mr Goida spoke to the ABC's senior business correspondent Peter Ryan, who joined me a short time ago. Peter, Richard Goida has been keeping a low profile since this crisis exploded. How is he managing the damage control at Qantas? Well, Sally, he's been pretty busy and Richard Goida has been busy meeting with major investors to win back trust and confidence. He's dealing with fallout on a number of fronts. The ACCC's allegations that Qantas sold fares for flights that didn't exist or had been cancelled. Last week's High Court ruling that 1,700 Qantas ground staff were unlawful lawfully sacked at the height of the pandemic, the potential clawing back of Alan Joyce's pay if the ACCC's allegations are proven. The former Qantas boss who retired hurt two months ahead of schedule could lose as much as $14.4 million, but there are some very big ifs there. So with Alan Joyce gone, the pressure is at easing and his first broadcast interview about the crisis, Richard Goida is adamant about rolling with the turbulence for the long haul. Well, Richard Goida, how long can you survive as Qantas chairman? The role of Qantas chairman obviously is one that requires confidence of the board and shareholders. And while I retain that confidence, I'll get to work and do the do the things we need to do to deal with some of the issues we've got at the moment. And the latest read I've got on that is that people want me to continue to do to do the role. And um, you know, I, I think I'm I'm well suited to do it. But have you considered stepping down given the rising shareholder pressure, consumer anger, and and also damage to the Qantas brand and reputation? I've met with most of the major shareholders over the last couple of weeks, and I'll meet with them again. Shareholders are very supportive of uh, the work we're doing now, the new CEO, and certainly of me. On the customer side of things, we know we've got some work to do. We know we've let people down. But did you as chair have any inkling that Qantas was allegedly selling fares for flights that might have been cancelled, allegedly, or the consumers might have been misled by aggressive marketing? I, I can't say a lot about this at the moment because, you know, it's a, it's a legal case. But any suggestion that we took fees for no service is just wrong. So that didn't cross your mind at all that Qantas might have been too aggressive in marketing flights? Uh, I think in hindsight, we tried to come out of the COVID lockdowns too rapidly. And that was probably a combination of us wanting to get people back to work, us wanting to get our customers to places that they hadn't been able to get to as borders reopened. But surely the buck stops with you on all of this, given that as chairman, you lead the Qantas board and the board signed off on what would have been Alan Joyce's strategy. Uh, well, uh, you know, I, I absolutely take responsibility for things as chair, as Alan has done as CEO. But there were clearly issues. We take that on board. If a flight gets cancelled, doesn't matter whether it's weather, air traffic control, our own technical issues. It's our brand and and we need to face into that. Surely it's a yes or no. Were big mistakes made, not just by Alan Joyce, but by the Qantas board? None of us can go through life without making mistakes, but I'd say the intention was always to do what Qantas has done and, in fact, what we did through COVID under the most trying conditions, which is um, to do the best by all our stakeholders. And, And I've got no doubt that that was 
the motivation of everyone in the airline at the time. You were Qantas chairman when 1,700 ground workers were unlawfully sacked, uh, according to that High Court ruling. So uh, you and the Qantas board signed off on that. Was that a, a massive mistake in hindsight? Well, it's one that we regret the impact that it had on the 1,700 people. Peter, at the time, which was 2020, we were in survival mode. We were doing everything we could at the time to ensure the airline survived. You, you'll recall that the other airline in Australia didn't survive, owing creditors more than $7 billion and bondholders more than that. There was no COVID vaccine. There was no idea on when borders may open. The courts actually held that we had sound commercial reasons for making the decision. As I say, we regret it. We've reached out to the TW people to look to settle the issues as quickly as we can. Do you accept that while Alan Joyce is the focus, that you and the Qantas board have to cop the blame for those sackings and what is now part of a rolling crisis? I certainly reject the notion that it's a rolling crisis. It was certainly a crisis in 2020. It was existential for Qantas back then. Obviously, uh, complex issues and a complex situation, but boards exist for oversight of management decisions to oversee risk and to protect reputation. Have you failed on that front? Have we all made some mistakes? Of course, and in hindsight, those uh, mistakes are, are more evident. But in terms of decisions made at the time and appropriate governance oversight, I think compared to sort of almost any airline in the world, Qantas has done um, a pretty good job. You've announced the potential clawback of Alan Joyce's total pay, but perhaps as much as $14.4 million. But should you have acted earlier, given the trust and reputation issues at stake? Well, all of Alan's remuneration, as reported yesterday, Peter, has been approved previously by shareholders. And the reputational issues we're dealing with at the moment, the ACCC issues are yet to be proven. Alan Joyce sold 90% of his shares uh, worth $17 million on June the 1st, two months before the ACCC announced its legal action. But that was when Qantas knew the ACCC would have been digging around. In hindsight, was awarding that uh, share sale the wrong move? We have you know, very clear rules and processes about when uh, executives and directors can sell shares. Alan hadn't sold many shares in his entire time as CEO and Alan met every requirement to, to sell shares and it's not unusual for companies to have regulators making inquiries on various things. At, at the time the ACCC inquiry was to do with COVID credits. But if you knew those charges were coming would you have approved the share sale given the potential perception issues? If we'd known the charges were coming we, we would have had a continuous disclosure obligation. So if you're not leaving as chairman what about a shake-up of the Qantas board or board renewal to ensure that the board has the right skills? Board renewal will continue and it'll be a focus of mine and the board to ensure that we've got the appropriate skills we need as we're dealing with all the issues that a business like Qantas has to deal with. Do you believe that in hindsight you would have done things differently? I think in, in hindsight, which is very easy, and um, the one thing I think we would have done differently as an airline would have been to be more modest in our ambitions as, as borders opened up and as we we went back to work. When you say more modest, do you mean um, more humble about the way the airline operates? Well, we, <laughs> I, I think we need a, a reasonable dose of humility now because we need to make sure we, you know, we satisfy all our stakeholders and, and particularly our customers. That's Qantas Chairman Richard Goiter speaking to Peter Ryan there.